stories If you like tasty beers Open up your mouth holes And open up your ears For... Four. Four. <laughs> or go. Four. Go. So. Forgo this argument. Forgo <laughs> this argument in favor Never. of those. I will die on this hill. It's four. <laughs> that is, look, speaking of this hills. This is not a bad hill to die on because I, I did agree with you after we discussed it. <laughs> See? So, speaking of foregoing an argument and dying on hills, a, a fun little fact okay. about uh, parks and things, uh, nature reserves, is that now that there are no people, the animals are like, oh, this is my land now. And they're very slowly starting to take back. The, the animals uh, are reclaiming the natural world. It's true. There was, I think it was yesterday, there was a wildlife park in South Africa that showed a picture of uh, a lion pride just fucking sunning themselves on the road because they're like, there yeah. are no people. Fucking no people around here. And then my yeah. other favorite uh, I or picture that came up was, yes, I think it was also yesterday in India, uh-huh. uh, somebody caught uh, an image of a monkey flying a kite. Oh wait, my god, monkey like height? Yeah, there was a monkey. Oh my god, he's going to invent electricity and then he's going to fuck a bunch of other monkeys. Yep. And then later like a bunch of his like monkey like babies will come forward and be like I'm related to that one special monkey well, yeah. that flies kites. That's that's He's sto- going to invent the telephone. <laughs> this is that stone ape theory, right? You've heard this? No. That, like no. It, that that monkeys took a bunch of psilocybin and then they grew, then their brains grew bigger and then they became humans basically. Uh, is like they, sure. they did a bunch of drugs and then this is a this is a drugs monkey that flew a kite this feels so in your wheelhouse yep. drug monkeys bob like i like yeah. if i could describe you in one ridiculous made-up story it mm-hmm. would be drug monkeys monkeys on drugs <laughs> yeah sure sure they evolved and <laughs> look, turned into bob i'm not gonna argue with you you're right <laughs> You're like, look, they evolved, and then it's because of how it affects the brain in the prefrontal cortex. Like, you'd have a lot of science to back it up, and it would all be bullshit. Yeah, yeah. probably. But you're you're not wrong. <laughs> but if you say you're bullshit convincingly, you could get like one or two people to agree with exactly. you. Exactly. I mean, you could get millions of people on YouTube to agree with you. True. Yeah. It's very true. Earth is flat. Monkeys are on, on drugs. Wake up, sheeple! Wait. <laughs> That's right. And there's a, what is it, Vikings in the middle of Earth? Yeah, yeah, there's Vikings uh, hanging out with Santa in Middle Earth. Yeah. That's where the Nazis are. And that's where the Nazis are. Yeah, this is all... I'm, I'm shocked that, you know, this isn't more widespread. Again, it, this is a super up, compelling the- theory. It's yeah. not even a theory. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's controlled true. scientific it's fact. fact at it's this fact. point. Yeah, please. Psh, whatever. But you know what else is confirmed scientific fact? Hi. Hi! I have to like really get into it because I was like, if there was like a second lag between us, never. No, I see you. I feel you. We're on the same wavelength because this is the Booze and Brews podcast. Yes, we are the podcast that tells each other ghost stories and drinks thematically appropriate beers. Yes. And speaking of beer, wait, 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 wait. Here it comes. Here it comes. Oh, do it, do it. Mm. Oh. Wait, beer. Now, it now I have to give it to Bob, so Bob can. Uh, I don't know if you're going to be able to hear the great. Oh, there's going to be great poor glugging pouring. Sound like a fucking Budweiser commercial over here. Mm. <laughs> can you hear that? Oh, oh man, listen to that foley effect oh right there. Oh my god, listen to look at the foam. I had to do that in order to. Okay, look, it's it is ninety eight percent head, but that was because I was trying to get the cool pour sound effect. You animals, whatever. I oh. said nothing. I do okay, me you animal, what you animal wife. You, tuna is one hundred percent blameless in this. Oh my god! It's my, it's oh my, my god! And then your body just stuck up for me. That's never happened. No. This is definitely a sign of the end of days. Like this, this is, is it. This is it. Are you sure. <laughs> Bob sides with you twice over me. Twice. I know. And then re- in one day. And referred to I know, you- in four minutes. Oh. It's happened. And referred to you as my shitty wife, and I got such a look. <laughs> well, that look you definitely deserve. Oh, yeah. I earned it. I earned the hell out of it. It was amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. 
I hope you like the patio because that's where you live now. I do because that's where all of our face masks are because they're being sunned. (laughs) (laughs) You're just sunning them in the germy atmosphere. Yes. Well, there's really no person interaction with them on my patio i certainly it's don't true. go out there. and there's like way less smog now because los angeles is clean now yeah. that people can't yeah. go anywhere supposedly has some of the cleanest air, air in, in the, the country w- <laughs> or potentially in the world right now yeah it's us. beautiful outside i mean it's been cold and rainy but it's going to be 85 uh, for those of you who are not in la you don't care but for the three of us it's gonna be like 85 this week gross really mm-hmm. nobody wants that Oh, I'm so excited. But you know what people want? They want fucking ghost stories. Well, and that's yeah, what we here to That's why you came to this show, you ding-dongs. Get ready for some great stories. Yeah, I really like this beer, by the way. So. Do you? It's really, um, it's a lot more flavorful than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. It bangs pretty hard for 4.8, for I've sure. I've had this a couple times. Can you turn that toward me so I can take California Blonde Ale? Yeah. It is very good. Is there, so, it, Kind of reminds me of the old Woody Gold from uh, Carl Strauss. Strauss. It's kind of got that nutty flavor to it. It's really good. Yeah, it's like almost, it's almost malty. Yeah. Yeah. So for those of you who did not listen last week, uh, we have decided to... Uh, patronize local craft breweries in hopes of keeping them alive and well in these horrible times. So we picked the last, for the last two episodes, we've done beers from Santa Monica Brew Works. And this episode, um, we are drinking the 310, which is our area code. Uh, the no, California. No, it's neither of our well, area Well, it's not codes. ours, but it's theirs. Yeah, but it's like, it's like the cool guy, it's Southern cool California. Los Angeles yeah. area code. That's the one you want, supposedly. Yeah. I don't think so. Three, two, three, motherfucker. <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> no, please. 818. Let's go fucking Valley Trash. Valley Trash. Valley Trash 818. Hell yeah. Except when I Whatever. moved out here. 213. That's what's up. Downtown, we step bitches. away from the 909, guys. <laughs> that is true. We are not the 909. Yeah. Not the Valley um, of the Dirt This people. is such regional humor Ten, right now. There's like Southern California. Yeah. Gets there, there are like four people out there that are loving this content. There's all, all our listeners in Orange County are like, what about the 714? What about us? Fuck Where do we get you, represented? Orange County. No. Long Fuck Beach 562, motherfucker. <laughs> Long Beach. <laughs> This is starting to sound like a ludicrous song. Yeah, I got hoes in different area codes. Ludo. Southern California variety. So anyway, this is a California Blondale. It's 4.8%. It is really good. Yep. It is delicious. We're Two also in Carapils. these... pills. The thing I like about the Santa Monica Brew Works is they actually put their uh, malt Malts. build. Yep. Their uh, malt and hop build on here. Uh, on, the, yeah. on the cans, which is really cool. Yeah. And everything's still really fresh because they're still brewing, even yep. though, uh, you know, the world is ending and all of that. Yeah. yeah. At least we'll go out drunk. So. Yeah. We're locally drunk. Lo- yes. That's right. That's the hashtag that's the best drink way local. to die. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also in these end of times, we're only doing one beer per episode now. Right. So that we don't have to keep going out to procure beer because it's not safe out there. No. The no. world is not safe, especially now that there's fuck faces like protesting. So. I can't. Anyway, so what we decided, because this is a blonde ale, that this week for our episode, we were going to do blonde ghosts, whatever that means to you. Yeah. Yeah. So So just pick a fucking blonde dead person. Talk about them. Well, or whatever whatever that means means to you. you. Whatever that means to you. Now, normal people, when they think blonde ghosts, they probably think a Marilyn Monroe or a Jean Harlow or some blonde bombshell. Sure. But no, when I think of blonde ghosts, I think, what's the blondest nation in the world? So for this blonde ghost episode i'm going to tell you about the alexander theater in helsinki finland i was like swedish some sort of nordic tribe yes. scandinavian yes so i did a google search because i was looking up blonde ghosts and your I was, german is showing dear yeah <laughs> i need to find the most Aryan. we found the ghost from the master race ah, the master race jesus christ <laughs> the ubermensch of ghosts yes they have the most blonde and blue eyes. Uh, no, so Finland's population is 65% blonde. There Dang. you go. There's a lot of Aryans in Finland. There uh, really are. So yes, so Alexander Theater in Helsinki. Yay. All right. So construction on the uh, theater, which is called In Finnish. Here we go. Do it. Yeah, yeah. Alexanterin Teateri. 
Sure. Taya Terry. Okay. Yep. Titty Terry's. Titty Terry. Alex. Terry's Titty Theater. Alex Santorini <laughs> Titty Terry. Um, began so construction began in the summer of 1875 um, when the governor general of Russia, Finland, uh, Count Nikolai Adlerberg, the most <laughs> Russian last name that could ever be, oh Adlerberg? Adlerberg? Adlerberg, Nikolai Adlerberg. They really just went, okay, well, let's make a Russian Finnish guy, <laughs> and they just mushed I was those like, names I was together. Like, he was that's a Russian Jew, man. He's a Russian. Adlerberg, yeah, probably. So he is he is not Russian Finnish. He is just plain ass Russian. Uh, he got the okay from Tsar Alexander Numero Dos um, to build the theater for Russians, specifically Russians living in Finland. All First right. of all, rude, because I'm sure the Finns really enjoy the theater Finns as love well. A gr- Look, every Finnish person I know loves the theater. And two, Russian Finland, you say, question mark? Oh, yes, yes please. Let's get ready for a history lesson. Tell yeah, teach I, me about history. I, I have questions. So. Yes. so from 1581 to 1809, Finland. That's a long ass time. Yes. Finland was actually part of the kingdom of Sweden. Um, with its that own, tracks. Yeah. With its own Different parliamentary uh, representation and everything. However, in 1808, Sweden and Russia warred because uh, Russia had just completed a treaty with Napoleon and uh, Sweden... Sweden's king thought Napoleon was literally the Antichrist. So he yeah, he wasn't the best. Said no, I'm not going to abide by the treaties of this um, uh, by this treaty because it says that the Swedes would have to follow Napoleon's continental system. There's a whole thing on it. It's fucked up. But um, okay, so they didn't like Napoleon and they warred about it. Right. So yeah. Sweden okay. didn't like it. Russia said yes. So Sweden and Russia were like war. Um, Britain got involved. It was called the Finnish War. Huh. Um, so, it's a good name. Yes. I know how we got there. It, there you go. <laughs> Do you explain it to me? I, uh, uh, podcast mom did a great job. I think. <laughs> <laughs> just listen back the last yeah, minute. Yeah, just, just, just re- replay that and you'll really love the content. Yes. So the ultimate end result of the Finnish War was that Sweden lost Finland to Russia. Um, bye, Sweden. No, bye, Finland. Bye, Finland. Bye, bye, Finland. Have you miss your fish. Being part of Russia. Um, so, yes, Finland became part of uh, the Russian Empire and was relatively autonomous until 1889 when uh, Russia enacted policies to limit the autonomy and expression of the Finnish people. They want. They were like, you are getting too cultural for your own good and you know too much Finnish pride. And I think they started to realize that they were losing a grip on that particular part of land. So they were like, we're going to Russify you. And the Finns- hello, hello, Finland is Mother Russia. I here to tell you, you're not Finnish anymore. No. You're Russian. So well, stop with the this is a great surprise to me, a Finnish man. Well, you're very dumb and you're now Russian, so congratulations and stop trying to be Finnish because you are not. Thank you. I, it, is, it is good to be congratulated for what we've done, which is just to be you. Now, thank you. <laughs> so, you're the best. So, Mother Russia! <laughs> so, <laughs> needless to say, the relationship between Finland and Russia deteriorated and continued to do so after the uh, end of the Great War, also known as World War I, um, in 1917 when Finland said... I'm done with you bitches. And they declared independence from Russia. And finally, in 1917, Finland became its own country for the first time ever. Yay. Yay, Finland, you did it. We're so proud of you. We are. Good so job, proud. Finland. Yeah, you guys, A number one, the best. Um, so back to the theater. Um, the theater was designed by a Russian engineer and based on, I loved this, uh, based on a standardized drawing. So it's not even like anything fancy. They were a just sta- like, he just like bought the blueprint yeah, off of eBay and just much. like built yeah. it from a kit. Yeah. Went to like the Russian, uh, architectural library and was like, here's the blueprint do, 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 for a me, theater. Do you have a blueprint for theater? And oh like, my gosh. Nah. I just imagine it's Ikea instructions with that weird little man with the pointy nose and the like don't use this wrench use this wrench wrench. yeah don't step on it you need two people (laughs) hex hex wrenches are lousy on the ground in finland these days oh man they're known for one of their main exports yeah yeah is hex wrenches (laughs) blonde supermodels pickled fish and hex wrenches (laughs) yeah sounds like a great place to live two out of three ain't bad (laughs) 
So, so they yeah, had to if diversify. You, if you <laughs> look at pictures of it, it really isn't too fancy of a theater. It just looks like any other Russian construction ever. Um, and just a bunch of weird multicolored towers with like not even. spiraling spears of color. Not even. It's very square. It's I was going to say, tall. it's made entirely out of concrete. It's just a box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's a communist Russian theater. More or less, yeah. Yeah, okay. it's, just, it's just a fucking like uh, a refrigerator box. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um, and the auditorium had, ooh, okay, this is where we got culturally cool. Okay. They hired a Finnish guy to draw some cupids on the ceiling. And okay. that is the one Those contribution are Finnish from- cupids. The yes. famous Finnish cupids. Yes. Uh, so like interior- We are known for our cupids. Yes. Number That's four export behind hex wrenches, blonde <laughs> people, <laughs> pickled fish. That's right. I forgot um, what else I said. <laughs> You know what? It tracks. Um, so the theater was finished in 1879 and named after Alex Dose and opened in 1880. Uh, the first opera to be performed was uh, Charles Gounod's Faust featuring our old pal Mephistopheles. Hey, oh. love that guy. Our old pal. Um, Isn't it- he one of the cats in Cats? Sure. Mr. Mephistopheles no. was in <laughs> it was Cats. was a joke, yeah. Sure. Like, it was a joke that I knew would not land as I was saying it, but I did it anyway. You did it anyway. You stand by it. That and is, that is the cat it. that probably licked another cat's butthole in order to make sure that the death cult killed that one cat so they could live forever. It's a great musical. Right. You should all listen to it. And then going back I'm to gonna leave forever. They're all devils. Um, so, yes. After um, the... Bottles. <laughs> let's lick all of the Bottles. I don't want to see this musical. <laughs> no, I definitely want to see this musical now. <laughs> Look, all they're gonna sing about buttholes. I'm here for it. Cats licking buttholes. Where do I sign up? <laughs> I think it might have actually been a better musical if it had been my about buttholes. I agree. If it had been about cult sacrifice and butthole licking, it might have been. I might. I wouldn't have gone because no one wanted to go with me. No. <laughs> I felt like Cats was not something I could enjoy by myself, and no one wanted to go. We were going to go with you on your birthday, but by the time it was out of theaters. I know. We were going to get super drunk and go watch Cats. And then they just took it out before we could even enjoy it. It is probably for the best. For sure. But anyway, so after the Great War and Finnish independence in 1918, uh, the Finnish National Opera and Ballet moved into the theater uh, and stayed there until 1993. Um, oh, long ass time. Yeah. yeah and uh, since 93, the theater has been used for guest stage performances. So after the ballet left, it became a theater once again where they would have various operas, musicals, whatever, whatever. Gotcha. Um, so some of the last performances to be held before our global pandemic were. Cats. <laughs> no, I wish. God, I. Wait, can I do you one better? Okay. Yeah. Menopause the musical. Hey! Oh, God. Um, Puppetry of the penis. Yes. Uh, wait, there was a Pro Dance Gala 2020 featuring dances from ballet to flamenco to ballroom dancing. Oh, dance. Yeah. I just want to dance. It's Menopause the musical. And... And also, Countess Amelie's uh, drama tour based on the history of the theater and life of Countess Amelie Adlerberg. The wife wife of Count Nikolai Adlerberg, who had the uh, theater theater built. Yes. I remember him, the Russian Jew. Yes. So I was looking to be like, hey, what what is, you know, what's funny is she was Catholic. Fun fact. I did look her up to be like, is she interesting? Why do they have a fucking musical about her? Um, no, she was just a rich white woman in the 1800s. Her in she was an a interfaith bastard. marriage. She was yeah, how progressive. <laughs> no, she was the um, she was born out of wedlock, so she's she wasn't legitimized. Bastard. She was a bastard. Um, her dad's family eventually let her take their name, but not on the family tree. So you didn't really whatever whatever. And then she got married to some old dude, had like a passionate affair, and kids out of wedlock with other dude with Mister Adlerberg. It was good time. I like her. I, I like her a lot. <laughs> She's digging just, her vibe. She was just, would watch her ballet. <laughs> Does it involve cat buttholes? And if not, can we write them in? Yes. Cat buttholes, menopause, and uh, flamenco dancing. Okay. Yeah. I am here for it, man. This is the new uh, Countess Amelie's uh, drama tour. 
so yes, with um, you know all that's going on in the world, I you have to wonder, hey self, what do you think their resident ghost is doing right now? Now that there's no one in the theater, yeah, they gotta be on board. He's dancing by himself. Elf. Uh, 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 oh. Yep. He's reclaiming his land, not unlike the lions not, and yes. dolphins of Venice. Exactly. Uh, no, so the theater Yes, he's has, just like a dolphin of Venice. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a Russian dolphin. Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. I'm glad Russia we Russia well known for their, dol- their Arctic dolphins. Arctic. <laughs> there are now. Uh, so yes, the theater is home to a ghost. Um who they believe is to be the ghost of a former Russian officer, soldier, man. Okay. Okay. Um, and you might be wondering, how is that possible? Because I do. Meh. Yeah. Were there a lot? Were, I mean, were there a lot of Russian soldier murders that happened inside of so, refrigerator-shaped theaters? Uh, no. Uh, but it, it does involve. There are a lot of Russian officer ghosts who are murdered in former buildings, uh, which makes up this cardboard refrigerator oh. box of a theater. So mm. it's Russia's version of an ancient Indian burial ground. I wasn't gonna say the same fucking thing. <laughs> so they believe. Get out of my head today, Bob. It's very weird. So the they believe this ghost is an officer from the Crimean War, which okay. occurred about thirty years before the theater was built. Um, but there War. are bricks from this theater that were repurposed from the completely destroyed um, fortress that was on. Um, and they the, walk by the. Hey, some of these bricks are still good bricks. Let's use these, <laughs> these bricks. Are real good bricks. I mean, sure. There, Russia was like, we're going to upcycle these. Yeah. <laughs> it well, is called reclaimed bricks. It's very high up. The high up market. Very impressive. It's very good. Popular with shipboard. It's yeah. almost ship like lap. shiplap. Yeah. It's like ship, much it, like shiplap. Look, ship, shiplap. <laughs> it's good shiplap. It's like use barn door for kitchen table. Look, and the ghost come free. <laughs> yes, it's quirky. I, I it's quirky. It's quirky. Ghost come for free. Shiplip brick. So yeah, the the <laughs> fortress was from the Alonde. I don't think lip. Shiplip. I don't think that's how you pronounce it. Aland, Alonde. There was like an A with a circle over it. So I don't know what that means. Who who cares? Come at me, man. Finland. Um, but it's from the fortress was from the Alonde Islands, which was is but they're between Sweden and Finland, which is very far away from Crimea because Crimea is south of Ukraine. Um, but there was like a big battle there. The French attacked. You're such a geography nerd right now. I am. Um, but anyway, they attacked. They destroyed the fortress. Lots of people died. They repurposed the bricks. And now here we have a Crimean Russian ghost. <coughs> okay. Sorry. Got it. I got it. I followed along. You got it? Good. Where do the be. cat buttholes come into the story? Mm. Um, Right now. So, okay. Good. Yes. No, totally. So um, the ghost... Uh, Mr. Mr. Butthole loves theater, butthole theater in particular. Okay. So he likes to make himself uh, his presence known during recording. He got Toots Ghost? No, I wish. Uh, he only shows up during rehearsals. So at least he is uh, respectful enough that he will not show up in the middle of a performance to, to frighten or fuck up the uh, people acting out cat Your job is to help us. Not, not to, to fuck, fuck us, us up. <laughs> uh, so anyway, one day during rehearsal, the director of whatever play was being uh, rehearsed uh, was just chilling in the theater seats watching his people act when he felt a very strong pat on his back. Either like oh. a hey buddy or a hey good job. Hey, this is good show. I like this show. I very like much. this You're show. Good director. And the director you watch was, shows so well. I'm very impressed with the way you are watching this. Yes. I love this menstrual musical. No, it was a uh, men- menopause musical. <laughs> it is the opposite of a menstrual no, musical. Exact, exact Do you not understand how vaginas work? Nope. <laughs> I don't know why I'm still Russian yelling about vaginas. <laughs> idiot <laughs> accurate so anyway mr D- director man <laughs> turns around to be like yes can i help you and there's nobody there oh um during yet another rehearsal um one of the actors was emoting 
as you will, when he saw out of the corner of his eye the electrician that was hanging out in the balcony moving weirdly. So he thought, well, that's okay. He's Mm -hmm. moving weirdly. He was just like popping and locking up in the fucking balcony. He was was doing some weird... I didn't know you did the robot so well. Yeah. So he he actually proved me that he. <laughs> so he turned his eyes to look. I wonder and if he's still brewing mead with juniper berries. <laughs> so that was for he, two people. <laughs> yeah, not me. Is well, one of well, them. Continue with your story then. <laughs> Stop interrupting me. Uh, no, <laughs> that's not how this show works. It's <laughs> not, that's not how this works. No, so he turned his eyes to see what the what the hell the the electrician guy was doing and it turns out it wasn't an electrician man it was a soldier looking dude who was blue hued and floating oh no that's pretty ghostly yeah that's pretty strong ghost hued and floating and floating (laughs) hence the weird movement he was not on the ground (laughs) he was not a human (laughs) no not he was dead um some of the uh, ballet dancers so back in the uh, the olden times were scared to the point of running out of the theaters as they were doing their little rehearsal apparently just a pair of army boots just started floating in midair in front of them oh floating God. boots yeah floating boots i mean at least it wasn't him exposing himself to them which would be a bit creepy pervy so he we just, don't know what those boots were floating off of though yeah. that's we don't true. know what he hung those boots on his massive ghost direction. He's yeah. like, oh, yeah, I love little definitely. ballet girls. I love the theater, but I need to, I need to hide my erection, so I'm going to put my boots on my dick <laughs> and only use my power of ectoplasm through boot. Done. <laughs> um, so yeah, they the little girls saw it. They freaked out and they ran out. Um, and the last story I'm going to share is uh, that uh, took place apparently after. Uh, a performance of a play so it was the producer and the director of the play they were on the stage and it was um a play about or a take on aladdin so they had an actor only with all blonde people and no middle eastern people yeah it's like the (laughs) one it's like uh you're like like what's his name like uh like the tiger is like a reindeer and like the monkey's a fish it's just called al Al. That one didn't land, but it was a good joke, and fuck you. <laughs> it's called Al, but there's like 14 vowels in it. and yeah, yeah, it's got like four A's, and they all have a little circle over it, so it's A. Yes. <laughs> good. Um, so the, the producer and the director were standing around. They were talking about how well the actor who played the genie was, and they said, genie. And as soon as they said that, the chandelier comes crashing down next to where they were standing. Oh, my God. And he wanted thought, them to do Phantom of the Opera. That's why. <laughs> that was probably it. No, um, I guess the That's ghost That's a may- theater joke. Well, that's real good. That's real good. I liked it. Um, No, so the the only thought that maybe uh, that they had was that the ghost was unhappy uh, that they were talking about the spirit because apparently Genie, this is what the internet tells me, is finished for spirit. Oh. So they maybe thought that they were talking shit about the spirit and he was like, hey, you talk shit about me, I throw a chandelier at you. A chandelier at you. <laughs> I poke you I with go, my dick boots. Yeah, and now I go back in basement with mask over face. I sing about the woman I love. I kidnap her. I take her to sewers. <laughs> I don't know why I'm the hero of this musical. I don't know either, but then I leave behind boot so they know I come back. I come back for boots. I come back for boot. <laughs> Only. And I tap Must- you on back. To let you know I've arrived back to grab boot. And yes, back to, back to get good. back boots. I come back, get boots before I go back to sewer. There you go, kiddos. That's the story. <laughs> of, a bl- of a very blonde ghost from Russia. Yeah, well, I have no idea if this person's blonde. But Finnish people are. Well, so there blue you hair, well he's definitely hair. haunting blonde people. So Yes. yes. And, and in true be. booze and booze fashion, it's whatever that means to you. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. So there you go. That is uh, that is that is a story. That <laughs> a story that you told. <laughs> that is my story, and I stand and I by it. Stand by it. I struggle through this story. Thank you all for still listening. <laughs> all right, we'll come back, and then we'll tell you another story about Blancos. Woohoo! 
Hey everybody, it's your old pal Engineer Bob, and I'm a monkey on drugs. Hey, guess what? We have a Patreon. You're gonna love it. Patreon.com slash booze and brews. And we got audio episodes, we got video episodes, we got sketches I do during the show. You can show your support for our show by donating your money to us so we can do stuff with it. And we'd like to also thank Catriona for upping her incredible donation to the show. Thank you very much. You are the best. Hey, by the way, we have not received any of your spooky stories. Do you like to write horror stories? Send us your spooky spaghetti, your creepypasta to boozebrewspodcast at gmail.com. And by the way, we have a bunch of really great social media websites where you can come and talk to us. We got a Twitter at Boozembrews. We got a Facebook at Boozembrews. And we got an Instagram at Podcast. Now that's it for me. Now back to the show. On four. Welcome back. <laughs> it's four. Sure. Yep. We got blonde ghosts. We got blondes. <laughs> yep. Okay. So I took blonde ghosts to be much more literal. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. You, you know, in a weird twist of fate, you broke the rules and I didn't. I know. <laughs> I know. It's definitely the end of days for sure. Yeah. yeah you, um, you and Bob agreed. I broke the rules. What's happening? Yeah. I this is topsy turvy world. Quarantine's got everybody going nuts. Um, so I just picked a, a very famous blonde woman. So I'm going to tell you the story of Miss Anna Nicole Smith. Yeah. I've heard of her. Uh, so Miss Vicki Lynn Hogan yep. was born in Houston, Texas in 1967. That's her real name? Yeah. Vicki Lynn Hogan. Yeah. And as a Vanessa Lynn, I was like, that is so the white trash version of my name. It totally <laughs> is. If your mom had named you Vicki instead, whoo. Oh, and it's V I C K I, Vicky. Oh, not even with an O. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hearts over the eyes, yeah. people. Hearts For over sure. the eyes. And it's the 60s, so yeah. it's not even like the 80s version of it. Yeah. Nope. Oh. Or X's. Anyway, X's when so, she started showing her boobs to everybody. <laughs> so when she was two, her parents divorced. She went with her mom, and then her mom remarried a man whose last name was Hart. Okay. So okay. then she, at like five years old, changed her name. From Vicky Lynn Hogan to Nikki Hart. What? N I K K I Hart. Wow. Again her with mom. hearts and or X's over the eyes. You know what? Yeah. This and is it's not Anna's heart. fault. This is her mother's and, fault. <laughs> I know. And it's heart like um like H A R T. Mm-hmm. Oh sure. Um. So she lived with her mom and her stepdad. Vibes. <laughs> she lived with her mom and her stepdad and her five step siblings, and. By all accounts, for like every interview that she ever did talking about her upbringing, it was definitely not nice. Mm. Uh, it wasn't good for her. No. She like makes uh, like comments about how her siblings were mean to her and she was like physically and emotionally and probably sexually abused, yeah. maybe by her stepfather as well. Um, well, also imagine being like Vicky until you're five and then you're like, no, I'm going to call you Nikki because that's your name. Excuse me? Okay. Yeah. So That's weird. I was like, up. why did she change her name as a child? Like, who do, who lets your child do that? True. I don't know. Weird I don't know. Mama, mama, mama Hogan did. Mama um, got So then drops. when she, when she was going in to go into high school, she moved out of her mom and her stepdad's house and she moved in with her aunt, her mom's sister. Um, and then I think to get away from all the trouble at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she started high school. She failed out of uh, her freshman year and she was going to have to retake it, but they just bumped her up to sophomore because it's the seventies. Right. Um, you and know, then she, it, it was, it was, they were all F's, but they were close to D's. <laughs> they were they close. Were, they were F pluses. So F pluses we, was just a hair under D minus. You can, you know. Also, yeah, she, plus it's Texas, and she tried real hard. Right, and she <laughs> she was real pretty. You should like, have seen she, the look on her face when she was thinking. You could tell it was really causing her a lot of anguish. Trouble. It was like, oh, bless her heart. She tried. She tried so hard. <laughs> she definitely um, showed up to school on time every day, took the test, did poorly, but she did try. But she did. Yeah, except she did not try hard nor show up to school every day. And halfway through her sophomore year, she dropped out. Yeah. Okay. So she legitimately, because she failed ninth grade, she basically has an eighth grade education. You know what? After knowing what I know about her, makes sense. It tracks, right? It totally tracks. She um, makes so decisions then, that a 13-year-old would make, for yes, sure. Um, so then in uh, 1985, while working at Jimmy's Crispy Fried Chicken, <laughs> um, 
she met a very sexy man by the name of Billy Wayne Smith. Oh, hi, Billy Wayne. Billy, Billy Wayne. He had so a twenty-gallon bucket hat on. Yep. Yes. So she's he sixteen drove years old. Pickup truck had six <laughs> dogs in the bed. So she, at sixteen years old, has dropped out of school, is working at Jimmy's Crispy Chicken, uh, meets sexy Billy Wayne, marries him, and has her first son at seventeen years old. You know what? These are life choices that yeah. people make. Yeah, I don't so want to be that young. guy, but I mean, this sounds like a lot of people's backstory when they're from yes. Texas. From Texas? Yeah. From Texas. Um, so her son's name is Daniel Wayne Smith. Um, she also, like, pretty much right after she has her son... She starts to like want more. She wants to want bigger things for herself. Like boobs. So she starts with her tits. Yep. And gets giant implants. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Um, it makes sense. You know what makes you happier? Bigger boobs. Yeah. Uh, I I, I don't agree with that. Um, (laughs) No, it's true. Give it to me. I'll be so happy. So at some point she left Jimmy's crispy fried chicken oh. and started working as a stripper. Cause what else are you gonna do with those giant fun bags you got? Yeah, she got to dragging them around. She might as well get some money out of it. She, Girl, she ended I feel up you. One, yeah, shortly after she got the augmentation, ended up at the chicken fryer. Didn't realize she had fried the bottom of her breasts because <laughs> the, the sensations just weren't the same. It was Jimmy's crispy fried nipples. <laughs> yeah. People yep. were not wanting to pay for that. So they said, Nikki, it's time for you it's to go. It's time to move on. Maybe. It's time for you to get. It's time for you to get. Do you just want to dance? Because, boy, I have an opportunity for you. <laughs> so then, in 1991, while she was dancing, um, she met uh, oil tycoon J. Howard Marshall, mm-hmm. who was, at the time, 86 years old. Oh, very sexy. Who took... Mm. Who took a lacking to young Nikki slash Vicky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, but, Vicky. Uh, but Vicky slash Nikki was trying to do better things for herself. Wow. So in 92 is when she made her debut in Playboy. And she debuted as Vicky Smith. Okay. So now she's back to Vicky and Smith is her married name. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, so she debuts in Playboy and she's like a Playmate of the Month quickly after that. And then like pretty quickly after that, she books a guest jeans ad, mm-hmm. which was originally supposed to be Claudia Schiffer, but oh. something happened and she fell through and they replaced her with Anna Nicole Smith, which is a very different look. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And one much less like- famous because per- she's a no one at this point, you yeah. know? Sure. Um, but in the pictures, because uh, Anna Nicole Smith had this whole thing. She loved Marilyn Monroe. Like, that was her icon. That was everything she wanted to be in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she actually looks a lot, especially when she's young, like Jane Mansfield. Yes. Yeah. Like, if you look a picture of them side by side, you're like, she really does look like a, a young Jane Mansfield. Mm-hmm. So, not um, version. Yes. Um, That's so helpful then, when you have a modeling career. If you look like dead Jane attached. Mansfield, not a lot of people are going to want to buy those jeans. True. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not um, so they do the whole ad campaign, like playing off of old Jane Mansfield photos, okay. like black and white, like that artistic style. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what they're using her for. And she gets like a little bit famous from it. So then in 93, she divorces Billy Wayne. Oh, Billy. I bet oh, he didn't Bo see Billy. it coming. I, I done guessed jeans and all you done is drive a car around with the dogs in the back. <laughs> so not then good enough the- for jeans butts. Yeah. So then in 1994, she had a very big year. She uh, she had done a photo shoot for New York Magazine, mm. which was supposed to be like, you're an all-American girl. And they took thousands upon thousands of photos. But apparently it was for an uh, issue of the magazine called White Trash Nation. Holy oh, shit. No. And they picked this photo of her where she's like in a short skirt, like, She's like sitting like legs akimbo in white cowboy boots, like with a bag of chips over her crotch, like eating chips. What the fuck, New York? Um, You can find these photos online. We may post them. I'm pretty sure that that's illegal, but who's going to care? The world is ending. Um, So anyway, so she sues a New York magazine because she's like, this is not what I agreed to. Um, and they actually, um, they had to settle out of court. Like they couldn't make her go away. Wow. Good wow. for her. 
Probably because she had a little bit more money to take people to court. Because in 94, she also married her oil tycoon suitor, J. Howard That's right. Uh, Marshall. Marshall. Mm. When you are 86 and she's like, what, 20? That's love. Uh, no, no, no. See, this is years later. So he's 90 and she's 26, 27. You know what? There True love knows no age. As Aaliyah yeah, said, she, age ain't she nothing went, but a number. She went to her grave proclaiming that she loved him. Like, she never gave up the ghost on that. Like, Mm. she was really like, nope, I loved him. I'm not saying saying she's a gold digger, but she does like an old rich white man. She ain't fucking with no broke white men. Yeah. Yeah, white men. (laughs) I was like, nope, not saying it. Not, nope, don't say it. Nope, nope. Um, so she also made her film debut in 1994 in two films. Her first film, uh, she has a very small scene in Hudsucker Proxy, which oh. is a comedy starring Tim Robbins. Yep. Oh, okay. She's in one scene where she plays like a sexy girl. Um, and then she also has a couple scenes in, she's in Naked Gun 33 and a third. Oh, um, and this is when she was like, nope, this is it. I want to be an actress. This is, I don't want to be a model anymore. Like, this is what I want to do with my life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but no one really takes her seriously. And no. she, her film and TV career is like 10 properties. And most of them are like, she's the hot girl or she's the like crazy, dumb, hot girl. That's yeah. kind of all she ever <laughs> does. Yeah. I feel like I'm being typecast and I just can't <laughs> figure out Mar- why. If I don't, Marilyn- maybe it's because I bet they'd have taught me how to talk smart in ninth grade, but I did not do that yeah, here. Unfortunately, I only made it to eighth before we got to the smart talking classes. Yeah, I missed it. Um, so then f- also uh, in 1995, 14 months after she married J. Howard Marshall, he dies. No shit. Wow. Um, so, which is kind of what she's most famous for was for marrying this oil tycoon, him very quickly dying, yep. her claiming that he left her half of everything. I bet. His, his will not saying that, his family not saying that, and then 10 years of court battles. Yup. I think that's what she's most no- well known for is the 10 yes. years of court battles being like, no, my 16th month marriage to a man who's my grandpa. Yeah. It was love. Uh- yeah, so she was married for 14 months, and his estate at the time that he died, because he's an oil tycoon. Yeah. Uh, at the time that he died, his estate was worth $1.6 billion. Yeah. Jesus So she Christ. thinks she should get half? <laughs> sure, boo. Half of that for 14 months. $500 million or more? Octogenarian yeah. hand job. No, yeah. you don't get that. Um, so his kids obviously fight her on it, yeah. although not all of his kids are in the will either, and his will is very, very old. Okay. Which mm. is why there's like so much trouble. Um, so so they're fighting about this in court in Texas, but then the couple had moved to California and in California a nanny was suing them for sexual harassment for something that happened while she was taking care of their of the son of their yeah. son Dan- not their son, but her but, son yeah, Daniel. Her son Danny. Yeah. But then she couldn't afford the settlement in that, so she had declared bankruptcy in California. So now it's like California court and Texas court and bankruptcy court and probate court are oh. all involved, which is what became this huge clusterfuck. Jesus. Like she's like she set her the, her case sets precedent for other cases. I bet wow. it does. Um. So eventually, uh, it, eventually Not just over yes the years. <laughs> Eventually, it makes its way all the way to the fucking Supreme Court. It makes it all the way up. This is George W. Bush's Supreme Court, by the way. Oh, wow. George oh W. Yeah. Um, and, oh, sorry, I can't read my notes. Okay. Um, so, during all of this, in in the middle of this, in 2002, because she is all over the tabloids, because she's this crazy, outspoken, not the brightest sounding, big-titted blonde woman. Yep. Who married an oil tycoon and now wants a billion dollars and is trying to be an actress. Right. So she's all over the tabloids. She's all over gossip columns. Like, she's famous for being famous. She was like Kardashian before there was Kardashians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she also is famous for being fucked in the butt, I assume. Uh, Um, Oh, at some point or another, I bet. For sure. At some point. Probably. So then maybe she gets not a by show. Ray J, which was her big mistake. Yeah. Um, so then she gets a show on E, a reality show called The Anna Nicole Show in 2002. I remember this. Which I is like, this. it's also one of the first, this is before like Any Paris bit. Hilton had a reality show. Yep. Like she was kind of the first one to do it. it and like, it was all about her and her son and her boyfriend, Howard K. Stern, who's also her lawyer. Yes. Mm-hmm. And her dog, Sweetie Pie. Yes. 
I do remember this. This is like two the same time of the Osborne. So it was like Yes. Tone and they had like a bit of, of do they care about celebrities day to day lives? Yes. And it, they had a bit of a feud because the Osbournes were like, how are we being compared to this trashy white woman? And this trashy white woman is like, how fucking dare you judge me? Have you seen your own goddamn show? Yeah. <laughs> so we had a little bit of a feud. Um, yeah. So she's also like, she's starting to have problems with prescription drugs. Oh, uh, she yeah. takes a lot of painkillers. She's also like, keeps like crash dieting because she gets like pudgy and then she gets super skinny and then she gets pudgy and then she gets super skinny this is also the era of i don't know if you remember she like did an appearance at the vmas one year and she just like could barely walk yeah her eyes would focus and she just kept touching herself and being like do you like my body yeah because that was when she got very thin like when she went on uppers or whatever yeah like some sort of fucking slimming tea or whatever she went on like fen fen when it was popular yeah. Um, so then in 2006, the Supreme Court rules on her case and they rule in her favor. Wow. But what they say is we're not here to decide how much money you get. Nope. That's we're here job. to tell the courts that you have a right to sue for this money if you want to. Yeah. So that's the decision that's handed down. Okay. And the decision is unanimous. And Ruth Bader Ginsburg actually writes the Supreme Court opinion on this yeah. case. Really? RBG. I bet you didn't think Anna Nicole Smith and RBG would be in the same breath. No, no but I did not. There you go. That's awesome. I learned a lot today. Yeah, we got there. Um, so again, so they don't give her any money, no. but they're like, no, That's you have the right to do this. So because they don't cast Remain. a judgment on that, it kicks it back down to the Ninth Court of Ninth yep. Circuit. Yep. And then more lawsuits go and it's like every time there's a suit it's like she gets you know 500 million dollars she gets no money and she has to pay a million dollars for the other side's fees she gets 80 million dollars she gets 150 million like everything is different no one can agree um so then uh in 2006 uh which is the same year the supreme court hands out the the decision uh howard marshall's oldest son Mm -hmm. who was actually like the one pushing the lawsuit the most dies so then his wife takes up the mantle and like pursues it in his name okay Mm. um and two crazy white ladies fighting for an old guy's money (laughs) pretty much um and uh and she meets uh photographer larry burkhead who will come to be important later yes yes um and she gets pregnant uh by her air quotes by her longtime boyfriend howard k stern yep that's the story so they go so they go down to the bahamas to live in the bahamas Mm -hmm. because they don't i think it's partially tax shelter but it's also partially like she she puts Howard's name on the... She puts Stern's name... It's too many Howards. She puts Stern's name on the birth certificate of her daughter. Yeah. Danny Lynn. Danny Lynn Hope Marshall Stern. So she and has two children named Danny now, by the way. Uh, well, just- she, has da- she has Daniel Wayne named Daniel after Wayne. his father. Sure. Now she has Danny Lynn. D-A-N-N-I-E-L-Y-N-N. All one word. Danny, Danny Lynn. That's the most southern wow. white trash yep. name. Yep. Um, Danny Lynn Yuck-a-Duck. <laughs> yes, pretty much. Uh, and so she she's down there. She has the baby. They're living down there now. Her son comes down to visit her and the brand new baby in the hospital in the hospital room while visiting with his mom and his new baby sister he uh dies overdoses right yeah he has an overdose and they're they Wait, like he dies? say it's an yeah he dies like in the hospital room oh yeah. my god yeah he di- dies of an overdose in a hospital which i was like this is not the best hospital <laughs> yeah they did not worth they paying attention to yeah. the dead boy because like if you're overdosing yeah. you're in visible distress i am sure no, well, and i was a, like did no, he, he go into like, a bathroom his eyes rolled back and he fell asleep Who's that well, sleepy she, guy? Anna hey, sir, Nicole, visiting hours are over. <laughs> Anna Nicole was also, like, doing methadone through her entire pregnancy. Like, her doctor was prescribing her methadone at, like, eight and a half months pregnant. Oh! And then other doctors were like, no, it's fine. And I was like, but is it? Is, is it, it really? What is it? Oh, boy. Um, oh. So her son methadone dies. Methadone has been linked to sleepy babies. <laughs> so her son dies, and she's obviously like incredibly broken up about it. She yeah. also has a commitment ceremony with Howard K. Stern while they're down in the Bahamas. It's not a marriage. It's not no. a legal marriage. No. Then, uh, in 2007, 
um, she becomes a permanent resident of the Bahamas. Like, the Bahamas grants her permanent residency. Okay. But, uh, but then there's these pictures that surface of her naked in bed with the immigration minister of the Bahamas and he like has to resign in disgrace oh oh boy and they would probably have revoked her permanent residence except she died yeah oh my god so February 8th while visiting the Seminole Hard Rock Casino in Hollywood Florida Uh, the classiest of hard rocks oh yeah (laughs) um she died in her room room 607 um and she died from, it took them a while to figure it out, but they eventually classified it as an accidental drug overdose. There was nothing illegal in her system. Like, everything she had were prescription drugs and over-the-counter drugs. Uh-huh. She just took them all at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. It she was a combination. A cool it was a combination. And, uh, like, Wikipedia has all the, like. <laughs> pretty much. Oh, Jesus. Like, there's a list on Wikipedia and I had to like click each one to be like, what the fuck is this? And so this is just like my big takeaway from what all of these all are. Right, tell me what was in there. Okay. There's sleeping pills. Okay. There's good. anxiety pills. Okay. There's uh, anti-seizure pills. Oh. There's migraine pills. Okay. There's Benadryl. That one I knew. Sure. Sure. Heard of that <laughs> um, one. Yeah. There's, uh, she was taking B12 shots okay. and For human energy. growth hormone. Why was she taking HGH? I don't know. So off. she had a she uh, had a total of eleven drugs in her system when she died. Sweet. Um, and apparently eight of them were not prescribed to her; were actually prescribed to Mr. Howard K. Stern. Oh, oh. shit. Um, Oops. And right in the um, and cabinet. Yeah. So then Howard K. Stern is like, okay, well, I'm going to take my daughter, Danny Lynn. And then as soon as Anna Nicole dies, everyone comes out of the woodwork and is like, that's my baby. Oh boy. Oh my god. So- yeah, so her sister or her sister-in-law, someone in her family claims that Anna Nicole years ago had frozen Howard Marshall's sperm and had told her she was going to inseminate herself with that sperm and have his baby. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. So they were like, it's dead oil tycoon's baby. Then for some reason, Zsa, Zsa Gabor's husband was like, no, I've been fucking her. That's my baby. Yeah, I remember oh that. God. I do remember that. He was Zsa Zsa Gabor's a, a husband. Gar- he was a garbage human. Um, and then her bodyguard was also like, no, that's my baby. Her bodyguard, by the way, who was the one who tried to resuscitate her when she was dead in her hotel room with his wife, who was a registered nurse, and they were both in the room with her when she died. Whoa. Oh. And then he's like, afterwards, he's like, that's my baby. And of course, entertainment photographer, Larry Larry Burkhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's all this fucking back and forth. Finally, um, like all these people are suing for custody, trying fucking to get the baby. Days of our live shit. Yeah. Um, because whoever has this life. baby can take up the Marshall lawsuit yep. in the baby's name because this is now her only heir. Yes. Because her son is dead. Yep. So like this this baby, whoever could prove they're the father of this baby, could get five hundred million dollars for it. I feel so yeah. bad for minus little- one million dollars. Plus $80 million, minus $5 million, plus $120 million. Poor Danny Lynn. So so finally, um, they, uh, finally the Bahamas like runs a DNA test. It's Larry Burkhead's baby. Yeah. Hmm. If you Um, look at Larry Burkhead and you look at Danny Lynn, you're like, yeah. That's a Burkhead baby. That's a Burkhead baby. That's a Burkhead baby. Um, So then in 2000. That's like a late night commercial for like baby clothes. I've got a Burkhead baby. baby. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's a burkhead baby bing <laughs> yep just shits um, his pants so <laughs> live he on did screen. Ma- <laughs> yeah he just like sucking on a bottle that's his methadone on it yeah, yeah. you oh. got you got a shitty baby give it some methadone that's a birth- <laughs> burkhead baby um so her so larry burkhead did take up the lawsuit in baby danilin's name mm-hmm. uh kept it ongoing and then in 2011 so this is six years after the supreme court kicked it back down yep. to the ninth circuit um, the Ninth Circuit rules in favor of the Marshall family. Oh. Um, and says basically, like, you don't get any of this money. And then the Burkhead lawyers slash Anna Nicole Smith's lawyers are like, okay, we're going to take it back to the Supreme Court. Oof. And the Supreme Court was like, nope, no, we already ruled on this. Yeah. It's not a it's not a probate issue. You were allowed to sue, but you didn't win. Yeah. So that's that. Yeah. Too bad for you. Um, so then Larry Burkhead sues for compensatory damages against the Marshall family in 2014 and the uh, in Orange County for some reason. Oh. And the Orange County like prosecutor was like, nah, fuck this. I just kicked it out of court. 
Good. <laughs> well, I don't see how that's even like jurisdictionally something that the Orange County Supreme Court would have. Any he must live there now. Court. Like Larry Burkhead oh, must live there or maybe the surviving members of the Marshall family live there maybe. or something. But True. I was like, it's not even Los Angeles, which is where Anna Nicole lived. Right. Where her estate is, you yeah. know? Huh. Uh, anyway, so that's the honestly pretty tragic but highly entertaining story of the life of Anna Nicole Smith. Yeah. She fucking got hers. Yeah, uh, she she fucked a lot. Yeah. Yeah, she, she porked constantly. And she got her nipples fried off at a Jimmy's Chicken Shack. She got <laughs> huge boobs. She was high on stage touching herself. She lived the life she wanted to live and a she life really that I did. think we could all aspire to. And she died probably feeling real good. Yeah. Yeah. She, or feeling was, absolutely look, nothing, at all. nothing at all. Yeah. yeah. She didn't feel much. She wasn't anxious. No. She was fucking yoked as hell. <laughs> she was not itchy. Not itchy. She didn't have a thing. migraine. She wasn't having seizures. No sniffles. No That's sniffles. a great way to go. <laughs> I hate to die itchy. <laughs> man, he died as he lived. Itchy. Itchy. <laughs> Uh, which brings us to the uh, ghost part of the story. Yeah. So we're bringing this story in three parts. So the first part is that um, after Anna Nicole died, uh, the Hard Rock uh, Seminole Casino in uh, Hollywood, Florida. Hollywood, Florida. Um, so after she died, the hotel was like, we do not want any death tourism. We don't want people coming here trying to find the room, trying to whatever. We're not about it. So they, they gutted that room and they ended up refurbishing the entire floor so that all the room numbers were changed changed and all the room layouts were different so you couldn't get anna nicole smith's death room okay however that does not stop anna nicole smith from hanging around she she's like i got itches that still need to be scratched (laughs) so she she's like i woke up itchy but it is my room (laughs) so she has been seen multiple times wandering around the grounds of the of the hotel and casino sort of confused and she always she always looks like fairly happy, but oh. confused. She's wandering Hi, around. Uh, they they sometimes see her on the floor, she, the, the sixth floor or whatever. Uh-huh. It's like she's looking for her room and she can't find it because it's yeah. gone. Oh, God. She's, um, she's just she, a high ghost. Yeah, she's wandering around. <laughs> I thought this was where my room was, but it's not where my room is. Um, yeah, Who's so she's often... <laughs> She's often seen wandering around in the lobby. Um, apparently, like especially if there's a big party, like uh, oh a lot of sightings came from a New Year's Eve party that was happening at the hotel. Don't and people were like, "Is that Anna Nicole Smith walking through the lobby?" And then she just fucking walked around a corner and disappeared. Oh wow! <laughs> Do you like my body? Yeah, she's just looking for a good time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys got drugs. You guys got any Benadryl? I'm an itchy ghost. <laughs> I got the hookup with some human growth hormone. <laughs> Do you want to taste my Kentucky fried nipples? <laughs> I'm the only ghost that can lift a million pounds. <laughs> with my nipples. With, with my, my nipples. My chicken fried nipples. <laughs> Do you have an old man I can fuck? <laughs> I'm real good at fucking. I'll do it for five hundred million dollars minus a million dollars plus a hundred eight million dollars. <laughs> um, but the all I of these stories. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> all of these stories. She definitely would fuck Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh hell yeah. Um, and you know Ruth Bader Ginsburg fucks. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's um, got that hot young trainer working out with her every day. Yeah, yeah. man. Her yeah. little three pound weights. She's just fucking getting it. Getting it. <laughs> Um, so all of the stories of her showing up at the Hard Rock, though, were all, uh, they frittered away after a couple years after her death. Like, maybe she figured it out, and she's not there anymore. It took her a minute. Because she has eighth grade education. Yeah, the hundred million pounds of, of pills she'd taken after, and the night she died finally wore off on her ghosts. Coupled with She's like, I'm itchy, I gotta go to heaven now. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you get itchy, it's time to go to heaven. The party's <laughs> over. When you get itchy, it's time to go to heaven, colon, it's the Anna, Anna Nicole Smith story. That's a good uh, life lesson, you that know? Really <laughs> Things we could learn from Anna Nicole Smith. Yep. Um, so then in 2016, Larry Burkhead went on E's uh, Hollywood Medium with Tyler Henry. Oh, God. Which I could only describe to you as if Macaulay Culkin was Mormon. Yes. Yes. 
That kid is like, yes, a a gay Macaulay He's the Culkin living boy. embodiment of ranch dressing, this he kid. Ta- like, ah! he is, he's mayonnaise incarnate, this fucking kid. Oh my gosh, this kid, he's, yeah, that's, I watched he's, like an episode, this kid sucks. He's distractingly chipper and like Hitler he's a Yuffie. robot. I think yeah, that's what it is. weird. For sure. Android. Um, so Larry Burkett, so Larry Burkett goes on the show. There, he's got a history of, of taking pills in that family. <laughs> so he goes on the show and he is like, I just want to see who wants to talk to me from the other side. Of course, the, of course, they're like trying to get information about Anna Nicole. Uh, but he's like, I'm so surprised he like honed in on the ghost of Anna Nicole. And I'm like, are you? Because are you? she had a show on E and this is a show on E. Yep. And that feels like synergy. Yes, exactly. I'm, that I'm, kid can Google. If he just yes. Googles your name, your name is probably not the first hit. It's hers, and that's all you need. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so he, so uh, Hollywood medium Tyler Henry tells uh, Larry Burkhead that he, this a young woman, young, she died at 39. Yeah. Um, a young woman is coming through to him, and she's telling him a story about lipstick on a mirror, and something about May, and something about uh, like Kentucky, and something about a funny hat, and something about it, nipples, Kentucky and nipples, nipples, and something being fried, <laughs> something fried. There's some very saggy balls that keep coming into I frame. Don't I don't know why. They just flapping me in the forehead. Yeah, I... Saggy, wrinkled, white-haired <laughs> old balls. Um, so then Larry Burkhead tells this story well. that like <laughs> they used <laughs> they used to leave each other messages on the mirror written in lipstick. That was like a thing they used to do together. Mm. Um, but like, please take into consideration that her entire air quotes relationship with Larry Burkhead was while she was living with her longtime boyfriend and lawyer, who then she like fled the country with. Right. Um, but their relationship, air quotes, yep. uh, they used to leave each other lipstick notes in the mirror. Sure. And they met in May at the Kentucky Derby while Anna Nicole was wearing a big funny hat. And I was like, that seems easily Googleable. Oh, but okay. for well, sure. Well, I don't know well, about that. He does have magic powers. No, well, because Larry yeah, Burkhead so the, takes Danny Lynn to the Kentucky Derby every fucking year. That doesn't make any <laughs> um, sense. So then uh, Hollywood medium Tyler Henry launches into uh, the most pandering... Uh, response he could ever give Ooh, good. where he okay. goes on a on a whole speech about how um larry about how this go- the ghost of this woman and he never says anna he's just like this young woman this young blonde woman okay mm-hmm. um about how larry understood her in a way that no one else really did and about how okay, even though like lots of other people have stepped forward and been like i loved her i loved her you're the one that she loved the best she calls you her soulmate she said all the other people out there were extraneous and she's really happy that he's raising Danny Lynn because that's what she wanted. Mm. Even though she literally put another man's name on the birth certificate and ran to another country to avoid a DNA test. That's right. But it's what she wanted. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Larry Burkhead cries and is very moved that Anna Nicole loved him best. Sure. Great great <laughs> uh there are clips of this you can watch for free online on E's channel oh, um but ada nicole smith while now a ghost was no uh stranger to ghosts while alive oh so i now bring you excerpts of an interview she did in 2005 with fhm magazine don't know what that is uh the it's reporter for shows him up magazine for him. yeah it's oh. it's one of those um not playboy yeah it's like it's like girls in bikinis and like workout routines basically (laughs) okay so the reporter shows up at her house after being canceled on a bunch her dog sweetie pie immediately bites her (laughs) the reporter the reporter is a woman okay um and uh anna nicole claims that the, uh, the interview had to be rescheduled multiple times because she's quote very busy with acting and modeling and movie scripts this is 2005 she was definitely not busy she with any of those doing things none she's of very those. very busy yeah okay she she's, had one and, and it was taking her a long time to get through and <laughs> then and they're read. doing this interview oh. in her living room which is like in front of a marilyn monroe shrine of course and she's like i'm just so busy i'm like running myself ragged and then she said i'm probably gonna die at 37 just like marilyn oh hmm. 39. She's 36 at this point, by the way. Oh, God. Nice. Um, I'm going to die next year of a drug overdose suicide. <laughs> um, oh, okay. so, th- so then uh, she's just like, she talks about how she loved her 
old saggy balls husband sure. and but he wants her to be happy now because she knows that because she's talked to him oh huh um and that he just wants her to have a, like a good fun time and so she's ready to go out there and have like fun kinky sex oh, and then boy. she tells stories about um she tells stories about how she used to steal her mom's vibrator when she was a kid and like use it and how she used to like grind up against the like dr- the drying rack in the backyard to like get off until her grandmother like beat the shit out of her when she saw her doing it oh, oh i thought she was gonna say that she was using the vibrator to like scramble eggs or something because she didn't know what it was <laughs> no she's like a highly sexualized child probably because she was being abused yeah oh, okay um, yeah okay that makes but more then sense than mine she launched than yours. yeah that does make more sense <laughs> yeah sadder but truer yeah uh so then she uh the reporter says like so what's the kinkiest sex you've ever had and i'm reading quotes from the magazine now Okay. Um, she said, well, a ghost would crawl up my leg and have sex with me at an apartment a long time ago in Texas. I used to think it was my boyfriend, and one day I woke up, and it wasn't. It was like a spirit, and it like, woo, and then she mimes a ghost f- pulling up her bed sheets. They went up. I was freaked out about it, but then I was like, well, you know what? He's never hurt me, and he just gave me some really amazing sex, so I have no problem. (laughs) (laughs) And then the reporter says, are you sure it wasn't a dream? And she's like, it wasn't a dream because it happened every night. I woke up one night at almost daylight, and that was the time my boyfriend went to work. I had woken up because I felt him coming up my leg, and I saw him. (laughs) I told my boyfriend, but he didn't believe me, of course. Men. Men. Yeah. Believe women. Oh, believe women about <laughs> ghost perverts. Um, so the article ends with her talking about her legacy for oh. some reason and how she would want to be remembered. Oh, okay. Again, she's sure. die she's at 36 years old. Oh boy. Um, and she ends the interview by saying, like, right you yeah. know, how would you like to be remembered? And she says, quote, um, I just want to make people smile and be happy. I just want people to love me before I die. Oh, isn't that the saddest thing? Because like no one loved her, and that she the- died. Yeah, and then she had a baby, and then died a year later. Like yeah. she was, it was, she was two like years Michael after Scott. this. Yeah, you remember that quote from Michael Scott? He's like, I want it when I grow up. I want to have a hundred kids so I can have a hundred friends, and no one can ever not be my friend. Yes, yeah, <laughs> oh, it's God. so sad. She just and like the reporter makes fun of her for being like over sexualized, and she's like, Yeah, I'm horny. What do you want to do about it? And then the you reporter calls her. You want to fuck right now? Because I'll fuck yeah, right now. I'll, I'll fuck, fuck you right now. now. And the reporter like calls her dumb. And Anna Nicole's like, "Did you just call me dumb?" And the reporter's like, "No, no, no." But like, that's the persona you put out there. And she's like, "Well, yeah, I talk dumb because I didn't go to school, but I'm not dumb." Uh, oh. It's like very. It's like heart crushing. Oh. This article where she talks about having kinky sex with a ghost. With a ghost, oh, and then shit. is like shamed for being an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, so that's that's the ghost story of my California blonde. I like yours. Uh, again, this beer from Santa Monica Bruco is really good. If it's you guys delicious. have distribution of this beer, this is flavorful, malty, it's only four point eight percent. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. You might you might expect a less flavorful beer, but it's great. It's super great. Santa Monica Brew Company. Brew People works. go. Yeah, whatever. Just just drink their beer. It's delicious. Yeah, drink it. Yeah, please. Uh, so, hey. Hi. This is the part of the show where I get to pick a winner. Guess what yep. kind of shit I love. I love Menopause what? the Musical. What a great show. I love, love chicken fried nipples. I love, yeah. I love upcycled bricks. They're just great. I love Burkhead babies. Make mine a Burkhead baby. I oh, love yeah. floating dick boots. But if there's one thing I love more than anything else, it's when you get itchy, it's time to go to heaven. The Anna Nicole Smith story. <laughs> That's right. Fancy Tuna wins this week. Oh, I thought I was going to win for the living embodiment of Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> that was also very good. <laughs> oh my. Anna Nicole, you finally won one, boo. Good on you. And everyone on this show loves you. <laughs> May you and your giant titties finally find happiness in heaven where you're itchy. <laughs> itchy. Yes. Well, thank you guys for, you know, sticking with us. And yeah, thanks for coming. Come back next week. There'll yeah. be more booze. And more brews. And until then, cheers. cheers. <laughs> what is that? We had a can and a glass. <laughs> Idiot.